Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Here's Mr Magical Mac, three wide, Crombie is struggling four deep and here comes I'm the Mighty Quinn with a dazzling turn of speed. Around the turn they come, I'm the Mighty Quinn, five deep letting go has raced up to Mr Magical Chris Barsby's favourites. That was the Inner Dominion final, Chris, of 2012. You probably remember it like it's yesterday. Good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, great memories. What a horse he was. I'm the mighty Quinn. Celebrated a birthday last month as well. Still going strong. Still at the property of Gary Hall Sr. and Gary Hall Jr. over, over there in the West. So, uh, yeah, good memories there for sure and certain. Who is going to win this year's Inner Dominion? We have one final round of heats taking place on Sunday night, Steve. And the times are through their races three, four, five. They're the three pacing heats, six and seven for the Trotters. So 5.49 Queensland time, 6.19, 6.49, 7.19, 7.54. So really good viewing time to take in some inter-dominion action. Sky Thoroughbred Central will have all the action as well with our host, Greg Radley. So there's a lot to look forward to. Those fields have been released and drawn up for Sunday night at Newcastle. And we've got a lot to look forward to. Mm. Jared Daffy joins us each and every Friday morning. And he's online with us now. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Let's go through these heats. Race number three, which is the, uh, the, the next heat for the pacing series. Max Delight finally lands a draw. And as a result, he's the favourite. 2.10, Spirit of St. Louis, a winner on Wednesday night. $3.10. And then we go out to Bonsell Benjamin at $5.50. Line up $11. Heads the rest. So Max Delight, 2.10. Any early movement there? Yeah, he did open 195. He did touch 2.15 at one stage last night, back into 2.10. So he hasn't moved much in the market. Spirit of St. Louis has, however, Chris. $4 into 3.10. Bonsell uh, Benjamin, a little drift, 5 out to 5.50. And the other one you did mention there, uh, lineup number 10 has been 19 into 11. But in summary... Probably of that uh, trio that had the market, definitely Spirit of St. Louis, $4 into three ten. Yeah, trained by Melinda McCarthy. Melinda McCarthy. Chris, just a question for you. How much gate speed's this horse got? All the races I've seen him in, he suddenly sits off the speed. What's he like gate speed-wise? Uh, Max Delight. Max Delight, brilliant gate speed. He'll lead for sure. Okay. Brilliant gate speed horse. And just on Spirit of St. Louis, we were talking about him who's likely to drive him. John McCarthy will be driving Spirit of St. Louis in that grand final. So... There's another piece of the puzzle that's been solved there. Uh, race number four on Sunday night, Jared and King of Swing lines up here. He's got gate five, looking for a clean sweep of the heats. He's a dollar twenty-two. Next in betting, uh, we've got to go to double figures. Triple eight, Alta Orlando, ten dollars each of two. Belraj, who's got gate one, eleven dollars. So he is really short, King of Swing. Yeah, he certainly is, and there's no movement behind him in the market. He did open a dollar eighteen when these went up yesterday afternoon, out to a dollar twenty-two, which, in the overall scheme of things, is not not that big of a move. The percentage has started to tighten up. I, I guess the telling factor is that the three behind him in the market, Triple Eight and uh, Elder Orlando, both unmoved at ten, and Belraj 
10 out to 11. So looks like he's expected to win and quite clearly popular through multis already. All right. He's short, expensive ego, who's also unbeaten, even shorter in the final pacing heat. Uh, he's a dollar twenty, so he's fives on expensive ego. Malcolm's rhythm eight fifty. Majestic cruiser nine fifty. Big odds all over the runners, so it's all about the ego here. Yeah, dollar twenty five into a dollar twenty. I wasn't sure whether they take that, but they did pretty much straight away. So you're right, his price lines up with King of Swing in that in that other heat. Sprinkling of interest uh, for MacDan and Pocket of Terror, but these are each way or place only. Uh, moves in the market. They've both been 23 into 21. Malcolm's Rhythm uh, is still there at $8.50. And Ignatius, of course, the medium of a pretty decent move on Wednesday night. Pretty much unwanted here at $16. So another one that looks like it's expected to win. Uh, expensive ego, dollar twenty. Mm, Chris, how easily will these horses both find the top uh, in their respective heats, King of Swing and Expensive Ego? Well, you'd be brave if you're trying to park them, given their current, their current form. So... I think it's it's just a a matter of time before they just put the indicator on, turn left, and find the front. Yeah, so, I suppose Luke's got to try and give King a swing as soft a run as possible. Would you agree with that, given his death seat run the other night when he got the job done? Yeah, absolutely. And I think he'll be trying to, to look after expensive ego as much as possible as well, given that he's gone track record time on a 1,000-metre circuit there on Wednesday night, plus the travel. So I think he'll be trying to win, but uh, trying to give him as easy a time as possible. There are a number of scratchings coming out of the series following uh, night two, Wednesday night at Bathurst. Robin's Playboy, the Kiwi out. Make My Memphis comes out. Atomic Red comes out. Rock and Marty, they're all out of the pacing series. And we've got two scratchings from the trotting series, Revy J and Funky Monkey. They both come out. Speaking of the trotters, race number six here, uh, we've got Pink Galar's 240. Uh, next in betting is uh, Maori Law 460. Humble Lad 480. 650 for both Tough Monarch and Majestic Man, and I'm sure he's still going to be uh, participating in some uh, stringent testing by HR NSW stewards there before he starts on Sunday night. But the report came through yesterday that uh, no major issues, but um, obviously mm. he'll be subject to some more testing upon arrival on Sunday night. But Pinkalar's the favourite here, Jared 240. Well, you're one step ahead of me because that market wasn't there until about till five or ten minutes ago and the reason for that was Majestic Man. Now, it looked like he did have a mucus issue which I think was the reason that Funky Monkey came out uh, and we were going to get some clarification this morning but quite clearly um, that's not uh, not 100% locked in that he's a definite starter yet. So that market would not have moved, Chris. Uh, Pink Alar's the favourite, $2.40 and as I said, only opened a few minutes ago. Okay, and the final trotting heat on Sunday night. The favourite here is Timothy Red, who's looking to go through the series unbeaten. He's won both of these heats so far. He's two dollars eighty. The penny drops at three forty. Lot of muscle at four dollars sixty. Illawong Stardust at five fifty. Just believe ten dollars. Any movement here? Yeah, a little bit of movement. Uh, just believe sixteen into ten. That happened as soon as the markets went up. Probably the most popular of those in the market, Chris, has been the penny drops, 460 into 340. Illawong Sunset's a little uh, drifter. And Timothy Red has been around about that $2.80 mark uh, since the markets first went up. I suppose um, the, the task gets a little bit harder for him. And the price is a lot shorter than what he has been in his two wins today. But I think in summary there, the early support is clearly with number two, the penny drops. Okay, there's a, a few that want to tip him for the final, the penny drops. They think that yeah. he'll relish that long-staying trip. So he's an interesting watch there on Sunday night for many reasons, the penny drops.
Uh, that's Newcastle Sunday night. Those markets are open right now, and they're also open for the final as well. But we'll know Just more on the penny on drop, Sunday. Chris. He's yep. in the second favourite now to win to win the Trotters uh, into Dominion. Yeah. So pink alarms yeah. at four. The penny drops into four forty. Then Majestic Man. Well, I don't think anybody's going to want to be on Majestic Man until we see him go around tomorrow night at four sixty. Timothy Red at five fifty, and the money is clearly with uh, Expensive Ego in the Paces final. King of Swing out to two dollars thirty. Now Expensive Ego into two seventy. It's ten dollars bar the two. Mm. Chris, just a question for you with King of Swing. Say there's a boil over and he gets rolled on Sunday and has every chance but gets beaten. Expensive ego comes out and looks like Village Kid. Does Luke still drive King of Swing in the final? Uh, simple answer for me, yes. Okay. Um, but, I, you know, like I said yesterday, there's a long-standing commitment to the owners of King of Swing for this horse and for this series. So uh, it would be a major shock. Uh, if he's not driving King of Swing, regardless of how he performs on, on Sunday night. Um, at this stage, he's definitely driving mm. King of Swing. David Moran driving Expensive Ego. John McCarthy will be driving Spirit of St. Louis. And Jack Kelligan will stick with Alter Orlando. They're the McCarthy drivers for the final uh, coming up next week. Now, over in the West tonight, we've got a really good race in Gloucester Park. It's the free-for-all race five. And this is all important with their big cup races coming up next month, Fremantle WA Pacing Cups. Favourite here, uh, just looking at this market, is Major Martini, 330. Uh, we've got 360 Wild West, 420 for Minstrel, Hurricane Harley, $5.50. And then we go out to $13 Galactic Star. So... Major Martini, the Hall Junior booking, that's significant. He's opted for this runner. He had the choice of Wild West and Hurricane Harley, opting for Major Martini, unbeaten, two for two this prep. Where's the money going, Yurid? Mm, not Major Martini. Uh, it's 270 out to 320. Minstrel, 350 out to 420. The big move, and this is a big move, Hurricane Harley, Chris, 17 into 550. Mm, that is interesting. That mm. tells me that he, he might be a chance of finding the lead there. Finding the lead, yeah. Yeah, okay. So a significant move there for Hurricane Harley. That is race number five tonight. Matt Young's best bet is race six, number one, the Vive de Moore. So you can check that out tonight from Gloucester Park. The first race coming through at Albion Park tomorrow night, Jared's also a really good race. It's the open class race, but this is loaded with chances. We've got a couple of open class features next week and the week after, so... Lord Mayor's Cup followed by the Christmas Cup. And looking at the market here, uh, we've got Speeches Silver at 12, Clintaloo 34, North New Hustler 6, Canina Provlima 19, Will the Wizard 5, Ideal World 7, Governor Jujon 750, Major Fernco 21, Scarlet Babe 380, and Gerardo's Delight 650. That's open. The favourite, the Mayor, Scarlet Babe, second row draw 380. It is open, and she's been a drifter in the market, 320 out to 370. A couple off the front have been uh, backed, in particular, uh, Speech of Silver, the pole market, 34 into 11, and Northview Hustler, Chris, uh, $11 into $6. The rest have been fairly stagnant in the market. Uh, as I said, the favourite easing out ever so slightly, but the two that have been backed, Speech of Silver and Northview Hustler, in particular, 11 into 6. Okay, that might be a leader behind leader scenario there. Northview Hustle's mm. a very good gate speed horse. He might find the front and uh, Speech of Silver will be right on his back. Just going back to Sunday night with the Inter Dominion, uh, 2,030 metres the distance. Uh, for those that were wondering, we had the 2,400 metre heats last week in Menangle, the 1,700 metre mile heats on, on Wednesday night. It's 2,030 metres the, uh, the distance for the heats there 
on Sunday night. So if we're building a multi, Jared, for this weekend, what can you throw at us? Mm, well, how about we throw this at you? Uh, we'll go to the Inter-Dominion Heats. Uh, race three, number three, Spirit of St. Louis, currently at 310. The Shorty, race five, number four, Expensive Ego, $1.20. Uh, then uh, the Trot Heat, race seven, number two, the Penny Drops. Uh, it's at $3.40. And we might leave it at that. We'll leave it at those three, Chris. Okay, so Spirit of St. Louis, Expensive Ego, and the Penny Drops. Steve, can you mm. add to our uh, multi? I thought you'd just take Expensive Ego and King of Swing, Jared. In the... <laughs> uh, well, you, you probably can, but... Um... Yeah, just the fact that Expensive Ego had started to shorten up. That's all. I don't normally like throwing those dollar twenty mm. pops in because there's no value, but you know they've been winning and they probably look like mm. winning again. Yeah, I like far too easy in Brisbane. So for a multi-purpose, I'd probably like at the place at a dollar fifty-five. So to, to throw in there just to add a bit to to it. But race five too far too easy. The place at the one fifty-five for multi-purpose. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, we'll put all those up. Uh in a bundle package and see how we go. So Spirit of St. Louis, Expensive Ego, the penny drops far too easy. For those wondering, Hurricane Harley, the big mover tonight in that free-for-all race five, number three at GP, Maddie Young tipping race six, number one, the V of the Moor. Uh, Jared, as always, really appreciate the time. Look forward to the chat next week when we're uh, previewing the big finals. Just on the finals, uh, I know, I'm not, well, actually, I don't know when the draws are being done, uh, but as soon Monday as those night. heats... Okay, so as soon as those heats are done Sunday night, we will have a market open on the two finals, obviously pre-barrier draw, and, and actually enough, uh, once the barrier draws are conducted Monday night, we'll have the final field market and everything associated with it. So it's a big week coming up. Yeah, you just yeah, think, absolutely. though, as we spoke about yesterday, Jared, if Expensive Ego draws well and the other horse, King of Swing, doesn't draw well, well, Expensive Ego's got to start the favourite, you would think, and it's 270 that's, now. That's the way the experts are talking, but yeah. what happens if it goes the other way, Steve? Yeah, true. What happens if they both draw bad? Uh, that's a good question because the, nobody's coming uh, with anything from left field. Uh, or, you know, the, the people that I follow, and, and I guess we all follow the same name, just sort of say, well, one or the other will probably win. But, yeah, maybe, maybe they won't. It's going to be crucial, a barrier draw. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Monday night, so we'll know... Uh... Monday night, and those markets will be up uh, immediately uh, following those barrier draws for both the Pacers and the Trotters. Jared, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Jens. I think you make a good point, Chris, but wouldn't they just, if they both draw badly, um, yep. they'll both be circling early, won't they? They'll probably follow each other into the race, yeah. and then one's got to decide who leads and who takes the sit on the other. And that's a, that's a key point, Steve, because both aren't brilliant high-speed, gate-speed horses, so... Uh, King of Swing probably gets off the gate better than Expensive Ego. He, he takes a little bit longer to sort of, you know, wind up. So if they both draw bad, it'll just be interesting to see how putters react and how that market sort of sits. So, um, you know, we'll wait with interest to see how that barrier draw unfolds. But, uh, yeah, I think if they both draw bad, it won't be long before uh, both drivers are getting around them. But who goes first? <laughs> if that was well, the case. Well, it all depends. It all depends who, who they're drawn to follow or or what's in front of them. So Yeah, fascinating. That, that, that will be interesting. Mm, I hope they sort of do, make it more exciting. Um, yeah. Kate Butts with us. All right, Kate from Albion Park Communications and Membership Manager joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. Exciting times with the Inter-Dominion. There's still plenty of features still to be staged here at Albion Park before Christmas. What is coming up? 
Yeah, indeed. Tomorrow week we have the Better Vet Lord Mayor's Cup and the following week Christmas Cup and the Christmas Creek Members Cup and you can still book for those and the exclusive Members Christmas Party. So lots happening still. All right, so book now. Yes, most definitely via our website or um, yeah, feel free to give me a call so we can help you out. Okay, we've got a good card of racing tomorrow night. Nine races, what's your best bet? SB comes up race two, number six, Key Largo. This pace is definitely racing with a new lease of life, and I expect Angus Garrard to take this consistent pacer straight to the top and prove to, too good from there. Okay, so race two, number six, Key Largo, your best bet. There's more to come tomorrow morning via the club social pages. Yeah, most definitely check out the Creek Albion on our social channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. Race two, number six, Key Largo. We've got the tip. Thanks again, Kate. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Kate Budd joining us from Albion Park. Communications membership manager. So a couple of big nights just around the corner. Next week, uh, it's the Lord Mayor's Cup. The following week, the Christmas Cup plus the Albion Park Harness mm. Racing Club Members Cup. Ryan Spice is about to join us now. I'm sure he's all over the end of the minion and watching closely. He joins us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you, mate? I'm really well. What's what's taking your fancy at this point in time? Are you in the king of swing corner or are you with expensive ego? From what we've seen so far in the series, it's just it's impossible to split them. Uh, ego is taken all before him and King of Swing, well, he's just the champ. So, yeah, to my mind, we have, we have to wait for the barrier draw and then decide what we're going to do. Okay. Steve's very inquisitive about the tactics and how this race plays out. At this early stage, how do you see the final playing out tactically? Does King of Swing get the lead at some point? Uh, would expensive ego, if he's in front of him, would he park him? Any sort of thoughts on how this race could play out tactically next week? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in your camp in the King of Swing gets the front at some point regardless. I think it'll be front of Luke's mind that to train the Quinella, if not the trifecta of the race. And in some ways, whether it's Ego winning or King winning, um, yeah, I, I have I have Ego and King on the front end and and them dominating the race and it'll be a, a drag race up the, up the straight and they'll clear out. Who's got the best turn-up speed off the back of something, Ryan? Uh, oh, geez, who knows? Not sure. Mm. I think everyone knows Ego's the heir apparent. Um, whether he's gone past King at this stage, um, we'll find out. But I think the two things to consider is that King of Swing is one start behind expensive Ego in his prep, and also Luke retains the drive for the final, and they're, they're two big factors. Do you expect them to both yeah. come out and do it soft on Sunday? Oh, they'll just work straight to the front and, of course, just be winning, double 20, pop them in your multis for the weekend. What if they both draw bad next week? Who, who sort of goes first? Oh, it'll just depend on what marble they draw, but they'll... Yeah. 3,000 metres, barriers, barriers won't uh, won't dictate the final, to my opinion. It'll be a bit of a, like a, a Purden train is what I can see happening. It's a good point you make, though. Like, the final's over a long-staying distance, over 3,000 metres. But ultimately, it could just come down to a drag race up that big straight there at Menangle between these two horses. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I see it playing out. Um, and it's going to be spectacular.
So would you be tempted yeah. now uh, and just hope that expensive ego draws better than the other? It's two seventy, another one's two thirty. Uh, I think with the way the price is up, Steve, you're just better off waiting and and seeing. Amazingly, a dollar forty-two the place expensive ego at the moment. Yeah, that's probably a better angle if people want to anchor something away. He's he's not missing top three in in the final. Is there anything in the in the sort of makeup of this series that could be a potential blowout? Uh, no. I do believe though Majestic Cruise is tracking beautifully and I think he's a big hope to run third or fourth in the final. Chris was hoping he'd say Max the Light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the triple C Max the Light out. Okay, okay. So what what are your plays this weekend? What are we looking at? Do we wait the Sunday night? Is there something coming up tomorrow night? Is there something south of the border? Where will we focus this weekend with you? Yeah, my best for the weekend comes up in the final Trotter's heat of the Inter. I'm really keen the penny drops can get the job done in this heat. He draws to the running line, which is just perfect. Uh, the dust will settle. He'll make a move around them. I can see that he might run to the top. Proves super hard to beat. He's currently 340. The current favourite in the race, Timothy Red, draws outside front row. And the key to that horse is driving him sit sprint. So I think uh, the penny drops will have the running line advantage. Okay, so you're with the penny drops. Are you keen to sort of go that step further and back into the final? I already have. Okay, well, that answers that question. Is there anything else across the weekend that you're uh, keen to play with? Yeah, one at Albion, I'm keen to have a bit of an each-way snip. There's a little horse that goes round week in, week out for the Gillespie Stable. His name is Living Again. He bobs up in race eight. Uh, he's a horse that goes around at $20 plus every week. The horse is going super. He gets back and runs on. Um, I think between now and Christmas, he'll be bobbing up and winning a race. And if you're playing one by four over the next month, you'll uh, come out well in front. Okay, so that's race eight, living again tomorrow night at Albion Park. But your main play is Sunday night, and that's the Penny Drops who comes up in that final heat of the Inter-Dominion Series. That's race seven, and the Penny Drops has come up with gate two. Ryan, really appreciate the time. Looking forward to the chat next week when we break down the Inter-Dominion finals. Thanks, Chris. Just the one by four. Is that a dollar a win and four dollars a place or a thousand a win and four thousand a place? Ah, well. <laughs> what is you, your own budget, Steve? Depends how you're travelling. Thanks, yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Spice. Darren Clayton's with us, Chris. Uh, Darren, have you crossed the border? Are you still stuck in New South Wales? I'm still in New South Wales, Chris. I might be here for a little bit longer just yet, but uh, enjoying enjoying Bathurst. The weather's warmed up, and yeah, it was a great night there on Wednesday night. So that being said, do you head up the highway and are you taking the action at Newcastle on Sunday night? Well, that's that's the plan at this stage. We'll wait and see. Um, I'd love to go to the final, but we'll just play it by ear with the... Uh, with how the, the things are progressing in Sydney with the new strains and, and all that sort of stuff, I'd, I'd hate to get stuck down here um, before Christmas. But that said, we'll play it by ear. But, yeah, the plan is to get up to Newcastle. It's about a three-and-a-half to four-hour drive. So um, that'll be a nice afternoon out. Right. Let's, uh, let's talk to you about Albion Park. It's a good nine-race program coming through here tomorrow night. The first race is the best race. There's no doubt about it. 
free-for-all race here. Many of these fine-tuning their preps as they get set for these features over the next fortnight, Christmas, Lord Mayor's Cup double. So how do you see race one tomorrow night? Yeah, I've, I've found this one really tricky, Chris, just trying to work out what happens in the run, just trying to get this map sorted. We know Northview Hustler has got super early speed. Does does he want Will the Wizard or Ideal World to come out and sit outside him and really attack him? Well, that sort of makes it a little bit tricky. And if Northview Hustler hands over, well, the one that I'm sort of keen on in Speech is Silver, that makes it tough for him. Speech is Silver has not had a gate for a long time. He's been forced to go back continually because that's his, that's his pattern and um, it just hasn't fallen in his favour. He gets gate one. Um, I think if he gets back to three pegs, I think he might struggle to win. So it all comes down to that early part. If Northview Hustler holds them out, well, then I'm keen on Speech is Silver. But it, um, if he hands over, well, then I can't see Speech is Silver winning. And that would be a case of, well, Will the Wizard might just be able to see it out. He set that tempo last week. They went 150 and changed. They broke 151. And it was Will the Wizard doing all the hard work to, to set that tempo when he went around. So a um, little bit of a tricky one there. Um, so that's Speechy Silver on top as my selection. But, uh, yeah, not a great deal of confidence just with that map. be interesting to see how Governor Jujon goes stepping up against the big boys for the first time. And Gerard... He was enormous last week. Yeah, for sure. Um, hasn't been helped by Gate 7 this week, but uh, yeah. he was really good there last week in running second. So um, where he gets to in the run, again, I guess if Will the Wizard gets to the front, well, then um, Governor Jujon might just roll around at some stage. It's only over the flying mile. But if, if Will the Wizard's in front, say, after about 400 to 500 metres, well, then Governor Jujon might just get around earlier and just try and see if uh, he can outstay them over those closing stages. Yeah, I thought it was one of his better performances of his career last week in defeat. He was terrific. So, yeah, that's a good challenge, though. Race one, number seven, Governor Jujon. But, uh, yeah, it's very open, very hard and very even, the free-for-all there tomorrow night. What's your standout on the program tomorrow night? Yeah, it was my standout a couple of weeks ago, and it's race two, number nine, Franco Hampton. I think he gets his chance again. Uh, tomorrow night, there looks to be some good front-line pressure. You've got Key Largo, who's flying out in six, and he really runs the gate hard. You've got Bo Chisholm, a, w- a winner on Tuesday. Um, Harps is going really well and gets out of the gate, so uh, he's got the services of Pete McMullen, so he'll be going forward. Um, I think that sets up plenty of tempo, and if Franco Hampton can just tuck in there, be maybe one out, two back in the running line, uh, he's got the opportunity to sweep home over the top of him. He's a winner in this grade, three starts back. He was third last time out. Uh, I think this time, like I say, if that tempo, Franco Hampton can swoop over the top of them. Okay, so race two, number nine, Franco Hampton. That's your uh, your best play at Albion Park tomorrow night. Any thoughts on the quaddy tomorrow night? Races five, six, seven and eight? Yeah, so in that first leg, race five, I thought this was probably a, a chance for a... a, a Chance in two here. Number one, West Star Sam. He's going really well at present. Last start winner. Um, only narrowly beaten the start prior to that. Gets gate one. Gets all the favours. One last roll drawn to the outside of him. He's a good beginner. Um, probably takes an early shot. Probably gets to the front. Whether West Star Sam just then takes the trail. If he does, I think he gets one last roll up the lane. 
Even if he doesn't, I think he can maybe even uh, um, pop back out and retake or even hold him out. So either way, I've, I've either got him in front or behind the leader, and I think he's too good. So we'll go one and two in that first leg. The second leg, Miorca, this mare, absolutely airborne for Grant Dixon. Hasn't missed the money in nine starts since he's uh, come across from New Zealand. Really strong win again last time out. This is one of those $20,000 increased stakes races. It's for the mares this week. So um, I'm, I'm happy to go one out with Mallorca. I think she's just absolutely flying and um, she's a really progressive mare, this one. So we'll go one out with her, number seven. Third leg, race number seven. Probably a little bit more open here and looking to play, um, even though it's, it's just the small field. I thought number three, Herb's Hero, certainly be hard to beat. Um, goes for a hat-trick of wins. He's won his last two. And number five, Italian Lad. Um, good third last time. He was fifth in the Band 5 final a couple of starts back where he made the mid-race move just to get up and he ended up working to the front and then that gave Governor Jujon a sort of three-wide toe into it before he got to the breeze and wasn't too far away. So even though it's just a small field, I thought... Uh, That'll be dominated by numbers three and five. And in the final leg, a um, little bit of a tricky one, I thought, the final leg. So we'll play it a little bit wider. Number one, uh, Artful Maid. She was really good leading all the way last start. I didn't have her in front in that race, and uh, she was just too good, a really good win. Number three, Jumping Jack Jimmy. He might be able to get across. He's got really good speed. He was a good winner last time, and the runner the week before where he was runner-up, he was gone on the home turn and somehow only just got beaten a metre. He fought back really strongly. Um, number seven, Fond Memories, a good winner on Tuesday. Got conditions to suit there. She got to the front and then handed over and it all worked out in her favour. And number eight, Chasing the Wind. He won't be far away with that run uh, along the fence. So one, three, seven and eight to close it out. OK, so just repeating those quality numbers for tomorrow night. Firstly, one and two. Seven only, three and five, and then one, three, seven and eight. So nice and easy there at uh, Albion Park for Darren's Quaddy tomorrow night. Uh, $16. $16, yeah, so nice and simple there. Best bet for Darren, race two, number nine, Franco Hampton. You do the dashboard each and every week with the Racing Queensland website. Who's the driver to follow? What can we expect? Yeah, driver to follow this week will be Brendan Barnes. He's got a nice book tomorrow. He's got Gerardas Delight in that open. A good chance if the speed's on. He's got my best, Franco Hampton, in race two. He drives the excitement machine, uh, hoping to bounce back. Deus X in race three. be interesting to see how, if this pacer can bounce back into some form. Got uh, Chasing the Wind in, the, in race eight, and he drives Cordy's Prince in the trot. So a nice book there for Brendan. Right. That's available on the Racing Queensland website, the Darren Clayton dashboard. It gives you all of the information for a night of punting at the creek. Darren, as always, appreciate the time. Safe travels to Newcastle, and uh, I'll be interested to see where we're talking to uh, talking to you from next week. Yeah, who knows, Chris? Who knows?